Yeah, uh, hip hop and jazz. Uh, yeah, yeah, hip hop and jazz. Jazz, hip-hop, bond-like fusion Slow grooving sounds that get the crowd moving So for your amusement, we come to play A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade I get busy when I listen to this And relax when I hear Coltrane on sax In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious Monk anytime, day or night, week or month So don't try to front like it's something you don't want It's jazz music, y'all Yeah it's jazz I can music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz When it's played with the hip-hop beat hip-hop and jazz. The rhythm's got me moving, uh. grooving what? All up yeah. in this what? song hip-hop and jazz. What? Add a little hip-hop play It makes me wanna listen to it all night long Hello, hello Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Backyard Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Eric Cool Breeze. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Whether you just woke up in the morning, good morning to you. Just got up for work in the afternoon. So good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and good. We'll get all of them in one shot. But no matter what your situation is right now, I am happy that, A, that you are here still with us to listen to an episode and that you are listening to an episode. I appreciate those of you who have become new subscribers and that have also hit me with your feedback about the shows. I have gotten a lot of positivity in regards to it and how people have enjoyed it. And I also have had some constructive criticism. And to be honest with you, I embrace all of it. I enjoy the constructive criticism, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever it is that you have. And don't think that I just push it to the side because I'm new to the creator world. And there are insights that people have that listen to podcasts all the time and they might see something I need to incorporate or need to take away. And I love it because I want to be here with you all for an extended amount of time. My first on this is just getting to the 100th episode. And I'm, I'm, I'm just pushing every week to give you guys more and better content each week. And so thank you for the constructive criticism. Thank you for the accolades. Thank you for the positive messages to keep it up. I appreciate all of it. If you are new tuning in to the podcast and you would like to know more about or have friends to tell about it, I am on most of the major platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, as well as Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. So those are most of your major platforms, and so you can find me any on any one of those under the Backyard Barbecue Podcast. And don't hesitate to hit the subscribe button. And again, no matter what the feedback is, feel free to leave comments in those platforms. I will get them. So moving right along, we're going to talk about energy today and the type of energy that you put out and what you should expect to get back and how your energy also plays into other people's lives for the good or the bad. So when I think about energy, I think about a magnet. So a magnet has 
two sides to it. It has a, what's called the north end of the pole and the south end of the pole. And in both of those scenarios, you have all of these little small electrons that are working in the same direction of that particular pole. So you have some that's going, uh, electrons that's moving north, and then some that's moving south. And so when you consider like maybe the laws of attraction, so in that magnet, all of those electrons, they found a, a little electrons that were of the same, going in the same direction as them. They all teamed up and now they're strong. They're, if you put something to it, it's gonna stick, boom. And so in life, a lot of us are the same way. We, we use the word vibe, like, oh, I was really vibing with that person. You guys are just, just on the same wavelength. You're in that kind of magnetic field together. So when you're in the process of meeting friends, whether they're new friends or old friends, sometimes you have to take a look at your old friends when you've gotten to a place where you have kind of reinvented yourself. You have to take a look at your current friends to see if those friends align up to where you're trying to go in life. For men, that's something that we think about at some point in time when we go from being a single man to a married man or in a co committed relationship, whatever it might be. Because a lot of times, like you see on the movies, you have the guy and he has the guy friend group and they're out and they're hanging out, they're dating this chick and they're just all out just doing their thing, having fun. And so when one of the guys leave the group because he's met somebody and got serious about it, it's like a whole big thing. Oh man, like <laughs> you getting married, man, you about to break up the pack. A man has a few choices at that point. Do I listen to my friends or do I kind of maybe separate a little distance from us because I'm on a different wavelength right now. Because, of course, we all know that your friends sometimes don't always have the best advice. My mom, for those of you who might not have listened to some of the previous episodes, so I grew up as a Jehovah Witness, and my mom used to always recite this scripture to me, bad association spoils useful habits. That was like the theme and basically meant what it said. Like you, when you have bad association with certain people, the good habits that you have can eventually dwindle down. And that's because you don't have, your magnet in a sense doesn't have enough to repel that bad influence off. Ultimately, maybe you should have never been in that space Anyway, so very important for you to know who your friends are and also not only just know who they are, but to ask questions about where they're going and hold them accountable for that. And you're not just holding, when I say hold them accountable, you're not just holding them accountable for the sake of you or for them. You're also holding them accountable for the sake of you because the more that you hang around someone who does not have goals, then eventually you will not have goals. You, we become products of our environment. If you don't have someone like Candace, Candace is going to create a vision board every year 
right after Christmas. She does that for her. But she also does it for people that's around her because they know that if they want to do this and maybe they a little lazy about doing it, all they got to do is tell Candace, hey, girl, I'm, I want to do a vision board. Let me know when you're doing one, I would like to join you. So now they have someone to hold them accountable with it, someone of the same mindset, like-minded people, as they say. And maybe from there on out, that person, she keeps that person on track. But when you have the opposite, you know, someone that's saying, maybe you started off strong, but keep the same example of making the the vision board every year. But then your friends are not vision board people. And so every year you are in the struggle to fight with them about why you ain't going out tonight because you need to do this vision board. Now, eventually there will come a day where you might have been strong for, let's say, the last five years about it. But this year you're just all in a bummy funk and you really don't feel like doing the vision boards yourself. And those people still haven't had a vision for the vision board. And so they hit you with the same thing that they normally hit you with. Come on, like, you be doing that every year. You got time. You could do that next week or whatever. And because you didn't got weak and you already didn't feel like doing it anyway, then you'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I could do it. I could do it later. I ain't got to do it right now. And we all know that tomorrow turns into the day after that, and the day after that turns into next week, and next week turns into next month. And then before you know it, it'll be vision board time again. So if it's vision board time again, guess what didn't happen this year? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing happened this year because you didn't have a vision this year because you were allowed some people into your life that was not for you in that sense. They didn't care anything about you succeeding and you meeting the goals that you wanted to meet because they didn't have any. So if they didn't have any, then you can expect for you not to have any either. So we take that and we move on to take that same concept and move it into the dating world. Before he passed, Kevin Samuels used to have a very interesting delivery of how he delivered. Now, I feel like it's two different ways to deliver a message. Like it's, I'm sure it's two different ways to land a plane. You can either bring the plane straight down without a taper off in a sense, or you can glide it into the airport how we are all used to landing. Now, either way, going to get you to the gate. However, one is going to be a little bumpy on the way. And so I feel like Kevin Samuels, his was a little bumpy, but yet and still the message was pretty much, it was what it was. It, it was efficient, at least to me. And so he used to ask women a lot of questions about themselves before he got into asking them about the man that they wanted. And a friend of mine that I mentioned earlier, Will, he, we were talking last week and he brought up a point about who those questions were asked because he was trying to see the type of person that they were. And the type of person, based on their answer, he would be able to tell if the person that they were currently was going to match with the person that they were trying to get. And I agree. Picture... And this example could be applied to man or woman, but I'm just going to use, obviously, I have to use one. So 
picture you're for you women out there. You're an established woman. You went to school. You've educated yourself. You're looking for a particular type of man. This is the man that you want to approach you. So you got all your ducks in line. You got your own money. You're not looking for him to necessarily take care of you financially because you can't support your own. Whatever he has, you all can bring to the table and combine it and build a bigger empire, so to speak. But as far as like paying a light bill or something like that, that's not something that you're worried about. So you got all of this together, and then here comes this guy that looks like he is the opposite. <laughs> and then he puts these demands on you and says, hey, look, my women, they normally do this, they normally do that, they normally do that. And you're looking at him like he's crazy because you have no plans on just looking at the outer experience. You have no plans of doing anything remotely close for this man that looks like that. Um, now, there are two different type of energies there. That same man could come and have on a suit and a tie and maybe work a corporate job the same as you, but the energy that he presented to you was totally different. Maybe the guy with the, and he didn't, I was going to say that he put on a suit, but he could still have on the same outfit that he got on, but just come and talk to you with a more upscale type of conversation, so to speak. He might actually pique your interest better than a man that can't hold a conversation. The places where people meet people and the type of people that they allow into their circle is not being properly processed in a sense. So I'll go back to our conversation about knowing who you are. So again, when you know who you are, you know your worth. And when you know your worth, you know what should expect, what you should expect to come to you. And so that's the part of the energy and the magnet. So if we put a magnet on the table, we already know that this magnet, we know what items are going to be attracted to this magnet. We know that a paper towel is not going to stick to the magnet. We know plastic, wood, none of that stuff is going to work with it. But there are also things that we might want to attract, but... There are other things that are attracted to the metal as well. So you got a metal detector, and people be on the sand, they have different settings on that metal detector. And you can, you can change these, settles, these settings to more heavier metals or a particular type of metals. And so those are people that's really looking for, they're not just looking for some bottle cap or a couple of pennies. They're looking for some real metal that's going to be worth something. And so, in a sense, you have to turn on your metal detector to the proper settings when you're looking for particular people to be in your life. And whether these people are just going to be friends or you go into the dating pool. There's no point of getting yourself all the way together and then you accept someone who is not of the caliber that you're looking for just to say that you got a man or just to say that you got a woman. Be careful of the energy that you allow into your energy pool because, again, you can take the same example of a magnet and you can have a very small magnet 
that can be influenced by a larger magnet to to make it stronger or weaker. And so when these people come into your life, you let them in your magnetic pool and they're either going to make you stronger or weaker. Just like the example with the vision board. If they were able to convince you one year not to do it, they're probably going to be successful in a couple of years to come as well. So women always, I've had a lot of questions from women, I should say, about the type of men that they are attracted. First off, I go back to the example of knowing who you are. Because when you know who you are, you know your worth. And those are the people that you attract. But in the beginning, I also stated about magnets and what they attract and also what they repel. So it's important, again, for you to know you. Because if you know you, you know what you're going to attract. And you also know what's not going to attract you. So you got two separate, remember on the magnet, you got a north side of the magnet and a south side of the magnet. One of them is meant to attract and the other one is meant to repel. So you have to know which side of the linear equation that you're on when it comes to this magnet. Let's just say that you haven't spent the time to get yourself together, right? But you're looking, you're the new TLC, you don't want no scrub. So you don't want any scrubs, and you might not be scrub material, right? And let's just put, let's use a, a number scale from 1 to 10. And so you got between 1 and 3, you attract the scrubs, right? So you're not 1 through 3. You might be 4 through 7. So 4 through 7 attracts just the decent type of guy. Might be some baby daddies. Might be some guys that, you know, got mediocre jobs or low, lower paying jobs, but you are definitely not in the seven, eight category, which is the woman that attracts maybe your lower six figure guys. And then if you're not in the seven, eight category, then you de definitely are far away from the nine, 10 category for which you find the guys that might or might not have to go to work every day. They work for an hour, two hours during the day. So, Let's skip up to that guy, the 910. So this 910 guy has a scale as well. So using the 1 through 10 again. So in his book, he has the 1 through 3. So the 1 through 3 is the women that he absolutely does not want because he's 910. So he absolutely does not want those. To, and this is everybody's each individual preference. This isn't a, a study guide. This is just an example. So I don't want nobody getting mad and emailing me about calling number three. So this is purely for example purposes. So you might have two, three kids, two, three baby daddies. In his book, again, in his book for what he's looking for, you might only fall in the one through three category. And that category is the no-fly zone for him. Then you might have going from four to seven. So four to seven on that might just be one kid, but the kid is a teenager, almost ready to go to college. You have some schooling behind you, but maybe not a degree, but you also are a hustler. 
and you know how to make money and you're actively pursuing money. He feels like he can work with that. And then you have your 7-8 category. And 7-8 says, hey, all of my kids are out of my house. I don't have any dealings with any baby daddies or I don't even have a baby father at all. And I'm out here, I'm working, I have some investments, and or I'm working on getting some investments, and that's me. That's the seven, eight category, right? Then you have your nine, 10 category where I'm working just like you, but I only work about two or three hours a day. I have some investment properties that have turned into nice passive income for myself. I love to travel whenever I can, which is more often than others than not traveling. I'm normally gone all the time. If you want to go on a date with me, I will be in Turks and Caicos next week. If you want to fly down there and meet me, cool, we can go on a date. So, you're mad that you fall into the one through three category of, or you're trying to figure out why you can't get this nine, 10 man to take you on a date. Well, you're in the one through three category. And so, although you have your own scale of what you're trying to attract and what you're not and what you're not trying to attract, you also have to remember that the person that you want has a scale or a literal list of people that they do not want and they don't want to be attracted to them. And so that energy also says that. So when you go in the office and you flying around, the energy between the two of you all is like the magnet when you flip it over and it's repelling. So you can't ever get close to this or this 9-10 guy or even the 7-8 guy because you're not even on his radar. His energy has already repelled you away. It's pushing you away so that you don't even get close enough in that direction because he don't want any parts of what you got going on. He has put your situation into the no-fly zone and he ain't trying to fly over there. It's nothing personal towards you, and it's not to say that you're not doing things in your life to improve yourself, to make yourself better, to become that 7-8 person. But as of right now, as of today, you're not. And so you have to respect the bounds of and where it's going to place you. I used to work at, a, at an electric company, locally and i remember my dad when i first started working there he said you'll be okay you just need to respect you need to respect the electricity and the electricity will respect you and so i always remember him telling me that and i took that and kind of built life on that like when it comes to life and people and what you receive and what you don't receive you got to respect the boundaries of energy and know that whatever energy it is that you're displaying, that's what life is going to bring you. The universe can only bring you what you are. The Again, we don't put a magnet on the table and expect it to attract wood. It doesn't attract wood. Wood isn't is not a proper property to be attracted to a magnet. And so you have to find out if there are areas of your life that you want 
to attract certain things in, maybe that area for you right now is made of wood or you got a wood fence around it. And as long as you got the wood fence around it, then you can't attract it. You know, it's going to be a barrier in between that. You might get close sometimes, but until you remove the wooden fence, the wooden privacy fence, then you're forever going to be just looking at it from the opposite end. So when you're looking... So again, when you're looking for things in your life to happen, just know the energy pool that you are in. And sometimes maybe you can just work on that particular area now that you know yourself and you know what your strong suits are and your weaknesses. Maybe it's not a weakness, but maybe it's just an area that needs to be more developed. And once you develop the area, then you'll start attracting things that go with that particular thing. And But until you do that, then you will always kind of be in that same boat of just wanting something and looking at it from afar. And um, so, again, we wrap up to say know you, know what you can attract, know what's attracted to you. And as you move on in your relationships and your friendships, then those things that you want, they'll come to you. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We will be back on Wednesday for another topic for you. And until then, be good to yourself, be good to others, and we'll see you in a couple of days.